Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're back. Donna and Steve on my talk, 1071, everything entertainment. Are you excited for the big game, Steve? I am excited for it. Yeah, it's going to be great. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I think this is probably, I don't know, probably the most excited I've been about the actual game in quite some time, just because the storylines that will play out in the uh, these two weeks leading up to the Super Bowl, and then the actual game itself. Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes. So greatest gonna, to ever do it. Greatest to start. Who are you going to root for? you got to pick, right? You can't I, just watch. I know. I, I'm i going to go for Patrick Mahomes. I, I, I don't know who I'm going to go for, but I'll tell you this. And let me just say, full disclosure, uh, my NFC team are the Vikings, but I was born and raised in Pittsburgh, which means that I'm a Steeler fan as well. And Tom Brady handed it to the Steelers many times. So for those reasons, I'd like to see him lose. But there's something about watching greatness. Yes. And Patrick Mahomes is great. But legacy career greatness, that if Brady left New England, went to Tampa Bay, took them from out of the playoffs, and then won the Super Bowl, that's a pretty remarkable Yeah, but you, you have to pick. You have to pick one. Because you have to be able to, like, when someone scores, to be like, Yeah! Yeah, I don't really feel that way in games. I kind of sit back and watch for the Super Bowl. I sit back and just watch the entertainment. Like, for instance, when the uh, Falcons a few years ago were handing it to the New England Patriots and Tom Brady, (laughs) I was like, wow, this is fun to watch because it is such a butt-kicking. And then... Brady started coming, and Brady started coming back. The Patriots started coming back, and then I was just enjoying that, thinking there's no way they're going to pull this off, are they? So I enjoyed both sides of how that game was going to go. I, if I had to pick, I'd pick Brady, fifty-one to forty-nine, because the Chiefs, by the way, would be going back to back. So it's like favorite versus career favorite. Okay, I accept, uh! I accept your answer for now. <laughs> Where are we watching the big game? You, me, bag of Doritos. Oh, your garage. Hmm. I'll watch inside, but you can hang in the garage. <laughs> that works. Fine. <laughs> anyway, you may have heard that, you know, there's all these little teasers that are, of course, coming out now. And you probably heard that Budweiser's commercials, which have always attracted attention, um, are not going to be happening. There's not going to be any Budweiser ads during the broadcast, even though I think they have some online right now. But this is the first time in 37 years that they're not going to advertise. And they're going to take the money that they would have spent on a commercial, and they say they're going to use it for raising awareness for the vaccine. I think this is a 100% swing and a miss by Budweiser. Oh, really? Totally. And Totally. 
totally disagree with how they're going about this. Pepsi and Coke have, uh, I believe, cited financial constraints as to why they're not doing their traditional advertising. But if Budweiser is saying we're doing just fine, which presumably they are, people drank more during the pandemic, and it, it, it kind of feels maybe it's just a misstep, and I'm describing it as a misstep. But if you, if your point is to take $5.6 million and to put it into vaccine awareness, right? They're trying to be a part of communicating the message of this is a, a safe way for us to beat COVID-19. Tell me what better platform you could have than a 30-second ad during the most watched program of the year on the planet for you to get your message because they could have there are two different ways that you can spend 5.6 million dollars to get vaccine awareness out you can do a really funny creative but impactful commercial that the budweiser writing team has proven to us they can do that everybody sees a hundred plus million viewers see it or you can take that 5.6 million dollars and dilute how you're going to spread that message i don't know what are you putting a sticker on the side of your 24 pack of bud or i don't know i don't know what their plan is but there is no way that you will reach as many people all at one point to communicate what you are telling us is an important message to you it's a bit of false uh false mm, what's not not modesty i'm i'm losing the word here but it's like, wait, if that's really what you want to do, how could you tell me how you have a bigger impact and get more eyeballs to see it and pay attention to your message than an ad at the Super Bowl? You think it's gimmicky? Like that they're do like it's a publicity stunt? A little like, look how good we are. We're not going to do the Super Bowl thing. We're going to yeah. raise vaccine awareness. If you're going to do it, do the commercial. Yeah, I think you're it's right. It's so Steve. diluted how they're going about it. Unless they have a grand plan. And by the way, I'm sure people at Budweiser and their advertising department a lot smarter than I am. But my guess is it will be a diluted message instead of boom, hit them, get everybody talking about your commercial. You could make it funny. You could ease people's tension by just adding in some of that Bud- Budweiser commercial humor that they're known to do at the Super Bowl mm-hmm. and communicate your point. You're not going to spend $5.6 billion or million dollars and get a better ROI than you would during an ad at the Super Bowl. I, my two cents. I like it, mic. buddy. I think you're right. Spot on. I think you're right, too, Steve, yeah. as much as it pains me to say that. <laughs> Grant, could you isolate that audio? Yeah, it's getting right. Got it. Got it. Yeah. We're good. Um, so there are some other ads that have, uh, you know, just been leaked online. By leaked, I mean made available. By the companies. Correct. That's funny. Yeah. They're um, no longer like, you never watch the Super Bowl. You can watch them all beforehand yeah, now. For which the most sucks. Part. I hate it. Yeah. Which is really counterproductive why we're going to share some of these but uh let's do here's budweiser's online ad right now and this one it's the very top one under sports got it um this could be their super bowl commercial we'll we'll play a little bit of it because it's a minute we're not going to give them all that time the thing about america is we can do anything. We can turn rooftops into mountaintops. We can turn boundaries into common ground. We can turn solitude into closeness. 
and screen time into playtime. Silent stadiums, let them hear the roar of history being written. Waiting and waiting and waiting. Yeah. Into dancing and dancing. I get it. I get it. We're, okay. we're in this together. Okay. Okay. Chill right. <laughs> out. They're not paying for this. Um, <laughs> very protective of our airtime. Thank you, Donna. You're welcome. Um, so there's that. Um, I'll see if I could link this up for everybody at mytalk1071.com oh, so you yeah. could watch it on. Link it up, yeah. yeah. released a teaser with yeah. um, Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> they were, no, they were good. You did it. You did what exactly good. are you insinuating? You think that I would do that to you? Did you go behind your back after everything that we've been through? I can't even look. Uh, <sighs> too much? Just stick to the line I gave you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Who was she talking to? She's talking to her husband. <laughs> For Cheetos? Yes. I'm guessing she probably did he stole have Cheeto, them. Did he have Cheeto on his fingers? Cheeto. Che- You're going to have to watch the, the ad to find the out. The Cheeto dust? That's hilarious. You know what that's called. Yeah. Cheeto? They made a big deal about it last year. They named What's it What's it called? Cheeto? Cheeto? Oh, Cheeto. yeah. That's right. <laughs> Meanwhile, Don, Don Cheadle's Cheadle's like, uh, yeah, hang on a second. He should have been in the commercial. (laughs) That would have been funny. Yeah, and then he could have done like, uh, are you talking to me? No, 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 Cheadle. Are you talking to me? Let's take a break. Yeah, let's do that. That's a great idea. We'll see. uh, Find out together. This is Fun Live Radio. See if our show gets better when we return. We've got a few (laughs) (laughs) different studies. A new word we want to introduce to you. It's called Pangry. We will tell you what it means. We're going to get nerdy together next on Donna and Steve. Hey, we have to say thanks to Chill Boys for sponsoring our podcast, Steve. I'm glad you brought that up because maybe it's more awkward if I just start by telling you about the underwear that I'm wearing. Okay. Listen, I'm wearing Chill Boys underwear. They are, for real, the softest fabric I've ever put on my loins is that of Chill Boys. They're made of bamboo. I always thought bamboo were like bamboo shoots that pandas eat, but apparently, I don't know, I guess you can break it down and turn it into a beautiful fabric that is so cool and so comfy. Now, when you say cool, you actually mean physically, temperature-wise, cool. Imagine this. When I put my underwear on in the morning or every other morning, (laughs) as I pull them on, I feel the coolness of the fabric on my legs and my... Loins. Well, the cool thing about it, thank you for bringing your loins into this uh, broadcast today. Uh, The cool thing about it is that it's got a little bit of spandex in it with 95% of bamboo. So you get that comfort, the perfect fit from what what? I hear. That's that's the God's honest truth. It's right where you need it. Chillboys.com. Go check them out. Chillboys, comfort where it counts. Thanks for listening to the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. It's time to get nerdy. Studies have shown that studies have shown that the microbial. Several long term studies have shown. They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown. And here with their findings are study buddies. The perfect nerd couple. Donna and Steve. Well, well, well. We love words on this show, the Donna and Steve show. Thanks for listening. Uh, there's a new word and it's called. Hangry. It's not hangry. 
Nope, that's different. Well, it's kind hangry. of it's kind of like hangry, but for a different reason. Because I think of hunger pangs. Ah. Oh. What does pangry mean, Donna? It means pandemic angry. The angry feeling you get when you see someone who's not taking the pandemic as seriously as you are. Oh. You're getting pangry. I get that. I mean, I understand that, and I get it. I get pangry. So pangry would mean that, but it wouldn't mean feeling frustrated, like, oh, they need to open more things up. Would that be a different word? That's a Still different Still pandemic word. anger, but it's really? not under pangry. Pangry has to do with getting mad at someone for not pulling their mask up. Oh. That kind of thing. Okay. But you couldn't say, hey, I'm pangry. Why? Because restaurants should be open to a higher capacity. You know, you can do you, but I think the Get your finger origin, out of my face. Sorry. <laughs> if someone says, oh, hey, um, I can't uh, talk to you tomorrow because I've got 10 friends coming over for, I don't know, movie night. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's making me pangry. That's what we're allowed to do now, though, right? Isn't it up to 10? I don't know. In one house. Yeah. Is it 10? Yes. Yeah. Yep. I think it also depends. I mean, you've got to figure it out for you, but I think it can you spread out in your house? That's an important thing to think about. Can you be six feet away from 10 people? Maybe in your house, Don. (laughs) <laughs> nice, Grant. Nice. There he is. boy. Oh, you guys. Oh. You're fun. But you know, Donna. Yeah, Steve. Donna. What, the interesting thing, I want, I want you know, our businesses to all thrive and survive and all of that. Oh, of course. Um, but the funny thing is, you go to a restaurant and you can sit across the table from someone. Yeah, I noticed that. And you can take your mask off once you're seated. I wonder so why, can I, I make a suggestion? Sure. Just 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 me thinking out loud. I yeah, wonder please. why. Okay, so let's say I'm at a table, then there's two tables and another table. Yes. Why don't they just use the extra tables to create more distance between two people sitting at a table? So instead of having me and a little square table Add another square table that's not being used. Kind of like they do in our cafeteria. Bring them together, yes. No one eats there anymore. I know. But if you want, you're allowed to eat in there, but they have pushed some of those smaller tables together and then put two chairs. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. At the ends of those tables, mm-hmm. you know. I like I like the idea, but my only like idea or way that wouldn't work is if you have that, then you're pushing people into other people's space maybe a little bit more. Mm. Um, and at least if you know you're going with someone, it could be your, your wife or your, your someone you live yeah. with so you could keep your space together. But if you're pushing them farther apart, then you're possibly putting them into other people's spaces. Yeah. It's fluid. Maybe. It's fluid and it's tricky. You know, hey, do you hear what they did in California? Governor Gavin Newsom lift, lifted the uh, outdoor dining restrictions. Nice. Oh, there were outdoor restrictions? Yes. California was on lockdown. Like they got it lockdown. pretty bad, right? Um, yes. Now they I don't know if it's I don't know if they have it worse per capita or not. You know, they have ten times as many people sure. as we have here. Right, right, right. But uh but yeah, there were some happy, happy people. And Billy Bush, um remember Billy Bush? Indeed. I follow him on Instagram. And uh he was talking about them lifting that and everybody wants to be safe and do things a smart way. But he was saying a lot of folks didn't think that there was any documentation that things were spreading outdoors. It was supposed to be safe, which was what was so frustrating for so many Californians, particularly business owners, who were saying, but the data isn't there for outdoor dining. Give us this opportunity to try to stay afloat this way. And he said, then what do you have to do? You just have to do what everybody does, which is you're secretly having friends over for dinner. And I thought... There have been a lot of secrets kept during the pandemic. Oh, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Yes. I'm sure. A lot of false, um, not false modesty, what's the, whatever it is, false morality or, you know, rule followers who on a lie detector test have probably had their moments too <laughs> of having that third household over or fill in the blank of whatever sure. it looks like for you. Sure. What are you trying to do? Donna, wow, trying to tear us apart. Unbelievable. It's hard to be perfect with this whole thing, though. You're right, Steve. Like It's It's tricky. It's it's tricky. Like As much as we want to be as safe as we can be, it's hard to do that in every instance of your life. It really is. Right. These are the times when I found myself. This is why I empathize with Garth Brooks. When he just found himself hugging multiple presidents, you hug one. I have accidentally received hugs from people and extended hugs to people. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, I'm not supposed to be doing this. Right. Well, you know, I think it it also depends on where you're coming from. You know, like I have a friend who will only we only see each other if it's outside in her backyard at a fire pit. Yeah, yeah. So we had plans this week, and then it got cold, and she was like, you know what? It's too cold out there. We're not going to make it up. So we canceled. Mm-hmm. I didn't go over to her house and come inside. Right? But you, you know? would have been okay in the reverse of that. Yes, I would have. You know? And that's yes. what it is. Everybody kind of brings, you're right, their own, first of all, health history, right? Their yes. own physical situation to the table. Yes. And then everybody, there's a... There's like a, a a chart of how strongly you feel about certain things. So right. you want to figure out a way to do it smart. Yeah, and you want to protect the people who need protecting. Protected, you know, right. people who are compromised. Absolutely. You know? Well, here's, here's something we can all agree on. Guess what's probably not going to survive the pandemic? Double dipping. According to a new survey, 70% of people admit that they've double dipped in the past, but 83% say the pandemic will keep them from doing that moving forward.
So double dipping. Say goodbye. Is probably the only casualty that we can be glad about in the midst of all this. Our social life will be a little better. Exactly. All right. Hey, confessions are coming up. What's something weird your family did when you were growing up that you really didn't know was weird until somebody told you? We'll get to your replies. Hey, good morning. Welcome back. We're here. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment. What a uh, voice you have, man. Hey, thanks a lot, Steve. Appreciate it. You ready to confess? I think so. Let's do it. I have a bit of a confession. The confessional is open. Can you keep a secret? I've been a bad, bad girl. It's Confessions with Donna and Steve. These are my confessions. On my talk, 1071. All right. We want to know what weird things your family did that you really didn't know was weird until uh, maybe somebody pointed it out. Like, nobody else does that. This is coming from a BuzzFeed um, article. And so people have some responses that I will share to get things started, okay? Okay, Queen. And by the way, our phone number is 651-641-1071. You can call and confess. So one guy thought the happy birthday song had a second verse about hoping the person would live 100 years and drink 100 beers. So something simple like that. Okay, sure. Then there was a kid who had to make a PowerPoint presentation every December to show his dad why he deserved the Christmas gifts he asked for. <laughs> Another That's girl had parents who were nudist. Oh, Lord. And until she, Put it a, away. until she was a teenager, she thought everyone just took off all their clothes as soon as they got home from work. Oh, my word. Could you imagine? Could you imagine? <laughs> no. Honey, do you want me to get you something? Here, let me open this. Jar of pickles. <laughs> Hang on. There you go. Do you want a pickle? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so you get the idea. I I really can't think of anything, really. Really? Well, I have a couple. One, first of all, my dad smoked in the house. Yeah, mine always, did too. And I never knew until people came over and talked about, I had friends who talked about the scent of cigarettes in our house. Never noticed that. But I live downwind right like three doors down from a paint factory and never knew that there was an overwhelming smell of paint fumes in the air either. Oh, weird. Doctors would later find out. I was going to say, that explains a lot. (laughs) Uh, And now, you know, it's funny because somebody said on her Facebook um, page, she says, this isn't weird, Allison, uh, but I didn't know all families didn't do this. We would gather in the living room and hold hands and pray before dinners. I still think it's weird for people to not do that, but that's just me. Now, I know what she's talking about. Sometimes there are certain, like, Mm -hmm. I feel like if Graham and Pap were over, we would hold hands and pray. Otherwise, if it was just our family, we would do this, sing like a song prayer. And I think my parents did it because it was easy for the, the kids to learn the words. God our Father, God our Father, once again, once again, we shall ask your blessing, we shall ask your blessing, amen, amen. And I thought, like, that's like dinner prayer. You know right? what song Everybody? that is, right? Um, Fera Jaca, Fera Jaca, Don't Oh my God! We have good responses on the old Facebook. Yeah, I'll start uh, low. You start high. Uh, Kathy says she didn't know that other families didn't just have corn on the cob as a meal. I didn't know until I was. I went to a friend's house. I was seventeen, and then people started eating other food with their corn on the cob. 
So in her mind, it was like, here is a steak, and now here's the pizza. Right. Because she thought corn on the cob is its own thing. Cute. Regina said she didn't know that people didn't picnic at cemeteries. Wow. (laughs) That's interesting. Would their parents work in a morgue or what? Open space, maybe? No follow-up questions, guys. Holly said, my dad always put syrup on rice. Oh, I was married before I found out that most people put butter on it. Wow. Syrup. Okay, Randy said, my grandma made all of us grandkids color real hard-boiled eggs. Then the Easter bunny would hide the real eggs outside for an egg hunt. As an adult, I now think, why did we do this? I think we may have done that, too. (laughs) There were no prizes. You just got a hard-boiled egg that was now cracked because you stacked them on top of each other in a bucket as you ran to find eggs. (laughs) Wow. That's like old-school parenting. Yeah. You can find the eggs, but we're going to eat them. (laughs) These will be in your lunch bag for the next two weeks. Right. (laughs) But I'm surprised animals didn't get to some of them. There were always some that were never found, right? Yeah. A little snack for a snake (laughs) or something. Jennifer says on our birthday, my grandparents would come over for dinner and cake, but they always had to give birthday spankings, one for each year we were old. It was all in jest, not serious spankings, but we would hide and grandpa would seek us out. When I was about nine, I was talking to a friend whose birthday was coming up and her grandparents were coming over and I said, oh, are you going to get birthday spankings? That's when I discovered that it wasn't a traditional thing for everyone. We did like the spanking machine. The paddy whack machine. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. go by and then you get all your spankings. Okay, so that's not that weird. Don't don't worry about it. Well, it might not be that abnormal, but let's all agree it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. The way she phrased it <laughs> is weird. Hmm. Uh, yeah, a lot of people are doing a lot of these birthday spankings. My, uh, did, you <laughs> ever, did you guys ever call... When is my wife's birthday? <laughs> hey! Did you guys ever call the remote a the gun? No. That was something we did in my household. It was called the gun. Like my dad and mom would say, have you seen the gun instead of the remote? And we're not like a gun family or anything like that. It was just called the gun. And I remember going to a friend's house and being like, hey, where's the gun? And they looked at me like I was absolutely insane. Oh, I get it. Because they're like, what do you mean? And you click the gun to change. The, I don't I don't know. That was one of them. And then the other thing we always said in my family was the sane lane. And I say that to people and people like what, you know, like the the express lane. We called it the sane lane in my family. You can drive oh, insane. Okay. I don't know. I I went to California and people were like, what are you talking about? You know, yeah. it's funny. Um, I heard Dawn talking about this yesterday that she would, she started to make like a, a grocery list for her boyfriend, MC, and she's, she writes down flat cheese, blah, 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 other stuff. And he goes, what is flat cheese? So she calls the craft singles, you know, the individually wrapped <laughs> one. Flat cheese. <laughs> Nothing awesome. else. Yeah. Like deli cheese that's sliced is not flat cheese. I get it. The other kind is the flat cheese. I love cheese. it. So funny. I love it. Back to the birthday spankings. <laughs> there's, a, there's a thread under the spankings, under the original spankings post. Oh, okay. So now David says, yes, Jennifer, we used to get birthday spankings and then a pinch to grow an inch. Oh, that's what it was at the end. And, and a then, pinch to grow an inch. Mm-hmm. And then David said, yes. Uh, and then, you know, Kelly responded, yes, and a sock to grow a block. 
All right, let's not get crazy now. <laughs> you know what that means. <laughs> Carrie said we called chicken thighs second legs. <laughs> oh, my God. These are fun. Oh. Amber said we always had ketchup on our tacos. Didn't experience salsa until college. I literally ate to- Tostitos chips and salsa every day for like three months after that discovery. <laughs> oh, I totally get that. Oh, salsa. I had mango salsa the other night. I'll be damned. Oh, I don't like that. Donna. I You've not tried it within I, no, 15 I have. years. I have. I mean, that's something that you could also put on top of like salmon. A little bit of that. Like the little sweet with the... Okay, I'll be over here. Miracle Whip and sugar sandwiches no. on white bread. Oh. My husband no. was horrified. This is from Maresh. Maresh is telling us that Maresh grew up in a house... Where they said, make yourself a sandwich. We don't have anything. Sure we do. Miracle Whip and sugar and bread. Now eat it and see if you don't die by your 20s. <laughs> what a concoction. Oh, That's great. Uh, my hippie parents made us water popsicles in the summer, and we loved them. No sugar, no flavor, no color, just water That from Erica. Those are called ice cubes. The, exactly. <laughs> On a stick. <laughs> Uh, we always ate dinner at 4.30 p.m. because my dad would take a nap afterwards, says Lori, and then he'd go to work. Now, if I eat dinner after 5.30, I think it's way too late and I can't deal with it. I 5 do, PM, too. That's when we eat dinner. When do you eat, Steve? Uh, usually in the 6, right around 6 now. I get home a little earlier now because there's less traffic. Okay. Yeah, see, I'm like, mm, 5. The other day, the brisket wasn't done till 9. How do you feel about that, Donna? Not good. Not Mm. good. I don't want brisket Mm. in my belly when I'm hitting the hay. Oh, Oh. man. It sends you into a deep, sweet meat sleep. Yeah, but it also gives you, like, stomachache. Oh, whatever. You sleep right through it. Steve, you need to stop smoking meats. I had a stomachache right before the show today. I know. It's just a part of just living hard. What? You are the last person that I would think of as living hard. Living hard. <laughs> living hard. Yeah. Uh, let's see. I didn't know that people would have an actual DJ at a wedding, Kate says. I grew up in a Polish family, mm-hmm. and we always had live polka bands at all the weddings that we attended. Oh, cute. That's oh, really gosh. Cute. And we don't mean to judge here, but Gina or Gianna? Your husband's family is wrong when they put canned peas on their tacos. Yeah, no likey. Their version of guacamole. How about the um, the creamed corn on mashed potatoes? I think we did that. Oh, yeah. My parents did You'd that. You'd create like a little hole in the top of the mashed potatoes. If we and didn't have it. gravy that night, it yeah. was creamed corn. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Oh, I don't know if I've really had creamed corn. It's actually really good. It is. It's just in a can, you know. You should you should write food descriptions for menus. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I didn't know. It's just in a can. <laughs> it's yellow. It's, it's green. It's, it's and like it's in mushy. A can. It's like in <laughs> some kind be... of saucy stuff. <laughs> that would be a great SNL bit. You're the new girl. You just got hired to rewrite the menu description. <laughs> they think they do funny. have an advertising bit like that that they That's do. <laughs> Oh, I could eat sh- peas right out of a can oh, with just, a spoon. I, oh, love I would them. rather chew broken glass. That oh. sounds horrible. I hate peas. What a terrible, what? terrible vegetable. If you, you like corn, you can't dislike peas. Sure you can, because the flavor and texture are totally different. Mm-hmm. I disagree. 
they think just because they're, they're both small vegetables doesn't mean you gotta like them. You're right. You can. You like small things. They both come in a can, though, Steve. They sure do. The... One is saucy. One isn't. <laughs> me, me done here. Me done too. <laughs> uh, when we come back, we got a couple of feel good stories to get to in the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show. Nickelback is squeezing their way into the end of our show today. I feel really <laughs> wonderful about this. I think you're going to like it. We'll get to that and another feel-good story that has to do with a cleaning lady in New York City coming up next on My Talk. Hey, Steve. I know you're not a big fan of um, peanuts. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hang on. That is a gross misrepresentation. I should sue you. I've been kind of bored. I should sue you for libel. Get me Shibes Band Seaman on the line now. You can't sue me for libel because I said it. I didn't write it. Is that how libel works? I think you can sue me for slander. Listen, I was just watching one of the Peanuts shows. I love Charlie Brown Christmas. I was watching one of them. It was either Thanksgiving or Halloween. And I just realized how many times since I have uh, uh, one child who's particularly young and they're at a parrot phase that you need to correct midway through like yeah you shouldn't call your friend that you shouldn't say that to your friend you shouldn't Mm. say that about your friend when your friend's not there lucy is a total raging lunatic who belongs in an asylum and i say that with deep respect well that's all i was saying (laughs) yeah you you, you win all right i win um so the snoopy show is coming to apple plus and it looks really cute so i went and i watched the um I went and watched the trailer, and then at the end, something happens, and I went, oh, Steve is not going to like this. He's just not going to like it. Wait a minute. It's a, um, it's a Snoopy, it's like a, a prequel. No, mm. because there's a comment about Snoopy having a big nose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I thought, oh... Steve's going to be like, oh, I can't let my kids watch this. Okay, they now, said Snoopy has a big nose and he can't play on my team because of that. Are you also suggesting that you think I might be sensitive to a big nose reference? <laughs> that it might be triggering for me? Donna? No, I wasn't saying that. Every time I have said something jokingly about my nose, no one has ever, ever responded with, Oh, you don't have a big nose. Your nose isn't like super pointy Steve, and off Steve, your nose is offset Donna. by your hair. I wouldn't even worry about <laughs> Wait it. Wait a minute. Hey. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nobody notices your nose because you got all the hair. <laughs> anyway, it looks really cute. I just wanted to tell you that it is coming. Oh, we're not even going to hear the sound at the end? Do you want to? I'd love to. It's in, it's, it's in our little thing right there. You see it, Grant? I am Grant. I want to hear um, how mean they get. Hey, Snoopy! It's not that mean. They say that up. it's it's for multi-generational viewing for children 4 to 11 and their caregivers. With episodes, seven minutes. Look what I have. We're going to be he's, best friends. He's just a puppy in a barn. Don't be nervous. You're going to like it here. Good grief. Good music, right? Love it. Marcy, remind me to never pick that kid with the big nose for gym class. Good vibes only. Whoa! 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 Wait a minute. Uh, see, you don't like it, right? Well, now that it's the Bully Festival of 2021, 
See? He didn't control the size of his nose. Uh, she's talking about Snoopy. Oh. Oh. So it's kind of a joke, you know? You're right. I can it's call silly. your yeah. dog fat, but not you fat. Right. You're right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Even though I do find that offensive. Anyway, looks super cute. They're going to be real short. Um, Like I said, they'll have three seven-minute cartoons based on the comic series. I'm trying to see if I have a date on this. February 5th, it looks like. It's Are they really testing soon. this to see if it could spin into an ongoing thing? Because three seven-minute episodes is almost like, well... Yeah, but for four-year-olds, the... you know? Hey. I'm going to go. No, 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 please. No. I got an, all right, I'm going to give you your nickel back, okay? Give me my nickel back. Yes. So here's the deal. There's this, this, these guys, I guess, who have been putting out sea shanty versions of songs. <laughs> so like they've done Taylor Swift, I think, and then they decided to do a version of Rockstar from Nickelback. See if you like it. It's got a tenacious D Jack Black feel to it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Greatest song in the world. Yeah. Mary. Mary. Yeah. Buddy's got a choke to the run speed dial. Hey, I wanna be a rock star. Do you like it? Fun. That's fun. That's so fun. That makes me smile. I thought you would. That was good. Now you do it. Nailed it. Do you remember? Did you listen to much Tenacious D? Nope. Oh, yeah. Oh, really, Donna? Really shocking. You should listen to... It's uh, it's called Tribute. It's a great song. Great song. You know it, it's, Steve? I used to know it. I'm oh. looking at the uh, um, the chords right now. But it's great. It's they're, The whole point of the song, Jack Black and... Uh, what's his name? Kyle? Oh. Kyle. Yeah, we'll go with Kyle for now. I'll look it up. Um, say that this is not the greatest song in the world. It's just a tribute. But it's kind of funny that they're singing a tribute song to the greatest song in the world that they heard once. and just. But then they keep clarifying, this is not the greatest song in the world. This is just a tribute. Kyle Gass is his name. Whip crack went to swampy tail is one of the lyrics. Thought you'd love it. Oh, I'll check it out. Thanks for the tip. Okay. I, I have a feel-good story. <laughs> Let's hear it. So... This is a really sweet story. There's a cleaning lady in New York City who lost her job during COVID. And so she had to move in with her sister after working at the same upscale apartment building for 20 years. So I'm assuming she was employed by the building, right? Sure. Everyone who lives there loves her. So what did they do? They pulled their money and they moved her into the penthouse. I think for two years. Isn't that sweet? I want you to listen to a little bit of the audio. Yes, they paid for her for two years. Um, I did link this up, the video at mytalk1071.com. You're very well loved here. And I know it's been a tough year for you and and your family. has probably been a lot of financial hardships and things like that. And I think you really made an impact on the people here in the building. And they just wanted to give something back to you. So I have here a little contract for a two-year lease on this unit that uh, some of your fans here in the building got together. And they're taking care of it. All you have to do is sign and take the keys. And this unit is yours for the next two years. 
Kale? Yes. We really appreciate everything you've done. It's your apartment. All yours. Wow. Oh my God. You're gonna have to hire a cleaning person. Oh, isn't that sweet? That is really great. When you said two, at first I thought you were going to say two days. Oh, she gets to live like a hotel stay. You get to live up in the penthouse. Two whole years they paid for her. Wonderful. I love love. I love it. (laughs) That's really good. That's great. I know. Grant, don't worry. We're working on something for you. I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. A yeah, wing like, in your mansion maybe would be nice. Yeah, how about Adana? some lunch today? Okay, all right. I'll, I'll buy lunch for you from the calf. You guys got to get together and do a uh, doggy play date. We do. Uh, that we we will one on a warmer day. Yes, because we're kind of neighbors. We are close. We're very close. We're you definitely. live in, in Blow. No, I, I live in Grant, Hopkins, or? just up. You know, one yeah, seven and a half miles up the street. Oh, sure. Not far. Yeah, yeah. yeah. neighbors. Right. Neighbors. What are you going to do with the rest of your day, Mr. Hey, Big Shot? Hey, thank you for asking. Um, I have a, uh, a 1 o'clock Zoom call. Thank you for asking. Fancy. Uh, with the client. That'll be lovely. And then uh, we'll look over the show for Twin Cities Live, respond to a whole bunch of emails, hopefully, and then do the show. We're on at 3. All so right. is LoJ, though. That's true. What do you so, want me to do? So listen to LoJ and watch Steve and Elizabeth with the sound down. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> oh, oh, you are a treasure. You are the one they asked me to do the show with. <laughs> it's great to be with you. I am Grant. Thank you for everything. Thank, Thank you all you. so much for listening. You can listen anytime on the podcast. One last thing. I freaking love you guys so hard. All right, bye.